yeah. sprouts. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Josh and Asia. Asia. Hi. My girlfriend Asia is casting a pod with me. I uh, just waved at the microphone. Right. <laughs> uh, hi y'all. Hi. <laughs> yep, that'll uh No, it, I'm sure it added it yeah, added an effect. Um yeah, so we're we're gonna talk about Final Destination. Hell yeah, we are. Uh, I thought, I don't know. There were a lot of reasons to sort of bring it up. So, movie came out in nineteen ninety nine. It's twenty nineteen. Yeah. This is the twentieth twentieth anniversary, 20th anniversary yeah. of uh, maybe not day and date. I forget when it was. Really I mean, I didn't matter. see it in the yeah. theaters then, so I don't. So 20th anniversary, and uh, well, we saw um, Jordan Peele's Us a couple weeks ago, so yeah. I don't know, horrors in the atmosphere, um, and uh, a theme. A yeah, vibe. a vibe so, for 2019. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> and uh, yeah, everybody's talking about like elevated horror again, like oh, blah 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 blah, you know is. Changing because, the game, adding uh, new shit, yeah. Really? Well, uh, just saying, like, uh, you know, trying to get above genre when, like, Us is, like, a really good horror movie, mm-hmm. um, but, like, certain critics want to, like, church it up a little bit by calling it elevated horror when it's, like, don't really separate it from the thing it's obviously yeah. conversant with. Uh, like, I by mean, calling it horror, even elevated, like, you're yeah. still calling it horror like why whatever right i don't so yeah i I think it's worth it to like sort of go back into horror history and examine some trends and like uh i you know people aren't really gonna like put a final destination in the same conversation as us or get out (laughs) no certainly uh, not (laughs) hereditary or even like scream uh the shining anyway like you know, like, Final Destination was always seen as sort of, like, forgettable popcorn trash. Campy yeah. garbage. Yeah, it's not. That's, no. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a disservice to this quality franchise, honestly. The whole, well, maybe not all of them, but, right. um, you know, a, a good handful of them are solid, you know, scary movies. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, and it was you that sort of put me on to Final Destination. I was kind of like... I mean, the fact that you immediately wanted to watch the second one after we finished the first was, like, a good sign. It's it's just so... It's so much better than you want to give it credit for. Like, you almost don't want it to be, like, good because everyone's like, oh, Final Destination, like, whatever. Um... But no, it's it's kind of legit, pretty dope. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, I think it's takes safe you by to, surprise. Yeah, it's safe to say they don't really make movies like those anymore. <laughs> um, I don't think so. No, uh, right, like because well, because it's, it's all trying to be like us or Get Out. It's all trying to like right, be you know, the next like big thing that everyone's talking about and like the next like yeah. conversation piece right i mean it's like i i think the motivations between or not between but behind final destination it's purely commercial like it's like okay oh yeah how can we get like teens asses in seats yeah it's uh, like it's got make... the action yeah. it's got the weird teen romance yeah um you know it's got a lot of death but that's... yeah <laughs> gore and blood and guts yeah. um yeah uh all the it, good shit Right, I mean, it's it's just emblematic of a certain form of, like, studio filmmaking that just isn't really done anymore, like, so now it's, like, the prestige horror f- picture, like, Us, mm-hmm. or, like, those micro-budget Bloomhouse things, like, uh, The Conjuring, or Paranormal Activity, or any of these things, so, like, this is this last gasp of, uh, like, quote-unquote respectable, uh, studio-financed, uh, thoroughly commercial horror, um... But in that, it's, uh, at least the first couple are very competently made. Um, I'd say, like, the, uh, the first one has, 
more of a sheen than the second one does, but the second one like widens the scale of me. But we're not talking we're not about, talking we're about, we're not talking about the second one. That's um, for another cast, another time. Yeah. Make yeah. them want it. Make them wait for it. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, yeah, it's it's very polished and it's uh, just a very interesting moment in uh, horror history. Like, um, anyway, maybe I should stop lecturing no, you about I mean, genealogy. You're, no, that's fine. You're just bringing a lot of knowledge about horror to the table. When I thought this was more of a strictly Final Destination based conversation. But it's a lot to, it's good information to think about, yeah. to like a good perspective, a good yeah. point of view. Because, um, yeah, I mean, like Final Destination does have a place in horror, you know, history. It's like kind of a action horror. I don't know if you if you need yeah. to like label it beyond horror, which you don't, um, you know, it's yeah. like the, 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 what's the word? Antagonist is death like li- yeah, the fucking death, it's death like yeah it's the whole that's, that's what everyone else is getting to but it's the yeah, yeah. it's death it's, it's yeah it's death um so yeah i guess before we like well i'll just bring that up as as we talk about the movie i suppose sure. we should talk about the movie um it itself uh kind of yeah go through sure. it so uh like asia said uh the antagonist of final destination is an entity or the very concept of death itself yeah. there is no there is no freddy krueger there is no jason there's Voorhees. no yeah there's no there... marketable villain there's no halloween costume you can make out of right um <laughs> yeah and so like well, let's dive into the structure like how, sure. how would you like just describe this movie for me oh boy it's it's i mean it doesn't really have a lot of like layers it's kind of very right. um upfront about what it is it's you know you want me to like do a plot summary oh, what, are <laughs> what do you just mean a, well yeah yeah kind of the structure like okay. what what do you think the the point of this movie is so am I putting a lot on you? Uh, no, not a lot. No. I mean, the point. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really know that it needs a point. It's just okay. like a fun, entertaining right. movie. It's like right. very ridiculous. You know, the, yeah. there's not, I don't know that there's a lot like, although... I can't say that there's not, like, you know, you, like, come away from it, like, scared of clowns or something. Right. Um, or balloons. I never, I don't know. Um, but, like, you come away from this, like, scared of everything, almost. You know? Like, I am paranoid in a lot of situations, like, where I'm like, oh my god, well, what if this could do this? And right. then this, oh shit, I better not even do this. Right. Like, I had a situation recently where my phone dropped to the like passenger seat area of the car and I had not like a distinct clear vision but in like the movies um but I just had a vision where I like bent down like reached across to like get it while I was driving and like I I come up and like there's just chaos and I'm like actively in a car crash that I can't stop and I'm like you know what I'm gonna leave that phone there. <laughs> I'm just gonna drive until I can stop, and then I'll get it. Um, so it gives you a healthy fear of life, right? Yeah. And yeah, your surroundings. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, the structure of this movie is a series of set pieces in which the entire universe conspires against individuals through very mundane means. Um, of course yeah. it does open like uh i don't know kind of the you know the brilliant like setup and I, I i haven't seen beyond the second one yet but it's repeated um is you know sort of a normal situation so in the first one it's we've got we've got devin sawa who's a alex browning yeah alex browning. high school kid right? yeah just thoroughly average we don't really have a feeling for his like personality they don't really and, um, it doesn't the movie doesn't care about that <laughs> no he's 
<laughs> that's irrelevant to it. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's just a good boy, and he's going on a, a, a trip to France with his French class, his high school French class. Yep. Uh, and so he's boarding a plane. There's all this, like, you know, teenagery uh, going on in the airport <laughs> before. yeah. There's a lot of tomfoolery. Or just, like, the whole, like, hey, Alex, uh, before we get on that plane, we should go take a shit. Like, <laughs> and then this very involved like explanation of because there's you know other attractive high school girls that are gonna be on this trip with these boys and they're like okay we're gonna and alex's friend i've even i've forgotten his name todd todd okay yes todd (laughs) um right todd's like okay we gotta go take a shit and alex is like well why uh think about it we're gonna be on this flight for seven hours and the bathrooms and coach are you know yeah. unventilated closets you know what happens if you have to take a shit on the flight and one of these girls goes in after you they're gonna know what you did they're uh, gonna have that so, memory yeah I don't, which i feel is like a you know it's sort of like contrived but like you sort of think about that stuff at that time i think like, yeah um i mean yeah. you definitely want to be like trying to attract you know people and like explore that you know you're on your high school bullshit um yeah and you Mm. want (laughs) you want people to be under the impression that you don't poop right um uh so uh, yeah so things of that nature they get on the plane and then uh what proceeds is uh a a series of like you know uh omens and portents oh Uh, yes a Alex lot of starts, foreshadowing yeah, and a lot of yeah. ominous yeah just it, it's regular things that happen when you board a plane but the way it's shot yeah. and the music obviously like it all brings right. it back to this ominous pending doom sort of like you see them like tearing the uh what's the, the ticket the boarding pass right, yeah, yeah and it's like slowly ripping and you're like oh fuck Oh God! <laughs> yeah, like you're like oh, I you it's building, you know, it's definitely building to something. Yeah. Um, and in your yeah. first time watching it, you're like oh God. Yep. Uh, and then what unfolds is the worst case scenario. Oh, we absolutely. See this plane take off. <laughs> it's shot from inside the cabin, and then stuff just starts going wrong. And everything we... goes like everything they warn you about in the safety videos or the like flight attendants are you know showing you it all happens the masks come down the candy rolls around the floor yeah (laughs) (laughs) um you know the side of the plane rips off and people just get sucked Sucked out out. into uh, jfk yeah Yeah. they leave from jfk right Yeah, yeah um yeah just get sucked out into the queens yeah (laughs) Right, so uh, we proceed to watch the entire cast die, uh, (laughs) including our our hero, Alex. Yeah, Uh, That last shot. Right, we just see his Devin Sawa's beautiful face just melted. The face of my dreams. Uh, (laughs) In, like, high school, when all I did was kiss Christina Ricci in a variety of movies. Very true. Um, yeah, and so then Alex wakes up. He's like, "This this thing's really like stuff he had in his in his vision. dreams yeah. start happening yeah. to him." He you know like ha- has another conversation that he had in the dream, and then he goes and he starts freaking out and really yeah. incites the incidents. Yeah, and so yeah, <laughs> from there he gets off the plane. Saves he a forces few. his way off the plane. Yeah. Um, and then takes a couple people out with him, and then there's the volunteer, I guess, I guess you'd call Clear a volunteer, she just yeah. decides to get off, because she also has weird vibes about it now. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a teacher has to get off with them, and it's... Yep, uh, so anyway, the plane explodes. It sure does. Alex, Alex is right, uh... And then, as we find out, uh, Death has a design. Is it Death, Paisley? Death is coming for us all. Uh, is the design polka dot? It, is um, it a floral? I figured 
feel like it's uh what are those like infinitely repeating patterns uh from geometry oh that like circle thing no yeah I can't... <sighs> oops uh we'll get back to it right yeah anyway, it's not a it's not a design we can visualize at oh this my god i'm an i'm a huge idiot nah. um, <laughs> uh so right death has a design and for whatever reason uh what what's the explanation like people touched by death are the ones that can sort of like pick up on yeah sort something. of like in harry potter when you can see the thestrals because yeah. you've like been around death um I feel like maybe this is sort of the same vibe, but I mean, that could be wildly inaccurate. Maybe just because he had the vision. I don't. Yeah. So the rest of the movie is like, uh, sort of overt attempts to explain its own logic while delivering just a series (laughs) of scenes of very beautiful movie stars, uh, dying in horrific ways. Yeah. Very graphically. (laughs) being murdered by By death death. (laughs) like Uh, you act like it makes itself a presence like it comes in the first death after the plane crash should we get into that uh todd yeah todd poor todd yeah um todd uh who i think kind of like foretold his own comeuppance uh in his speech prior and at the memorial which is a whole another event um he's basically like you know you never start your day thinking it could be your last um and lo and behold it was yep uh so where like sort of the main disaster that was averted was this big dramatic plane crash um todd dies in his bathroom yeah Um, poor todd uh which i don't it's it's a brilliantly constructed scene um like he's he's in the bathroom he's like oh maybe i'll shave so you're like oh you're scared of the razor maybe he's gonna slit his throat and then you see this water leak out of the toilet tank yeah and then sort of creep along the tiled floor uh yeah, it's like, like dyed conspicuously blue and I think and just CG'd into place and like um so you're yeah. like oh is he gonna get electrocuted like it just passes through all this stuff and you're just thinking about all these things that are these mundane objects in our life and like well that's kind yeah. of like the first time that we see that it's like coming for you in not a big like um catastrophic way but sort of like a very individual sort of like attack it's like personal now they're like death is coming for you bro yeah like (laughs) um yeah it's like the the water death has a presence there like the water creeping along the tile floor um and then you know when that does ultimately cause him to slip and get a laundry cord wrapped around his neck um when that first happens he is having the ability to like hoist himself up and like gap the thing but then death you know tightens it (laughs) pops those blood vessels in his eye and then really Uh, he gone fucks him up um yeah that's a yeah (laughs) r.i.p todd right and so then uh like sort of the storyline you know stringing set pieces together is the fbi thinks like alex has something to do with the deaths on the plane and then they think he has something to do with todd and then Mm -hmm. um i think like the he he gets a little nuts honestly alex kind of goes into the conspiracy theory uh i don't know well it feels like because nobody believes him yet right right um oh and we forgot terry Terry. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the next one. Um, but I do want to go back to that Sorry. scene even before uh, Todd gets killed. Is like uh, 
Alex becomes obsessed with the plane crash yeah. in his vision. So with there's the plane this plane crash great, and yeah. Well, there's this great scene where he's in his bedroom and it's like it pans over all these like books he checked out from the library about airplane engineering and like airport plane operations. Yeah. Like just all these book titles. He has like a VHS tape of air disasters and mm-hmm. then like <laughs> so just it's, trying uh, to like make sense of it all well, but right i mean it's that but it's also like oh it's 1999 he's not just like on wikipedia oh like, yeah um, yeah i don't know so it's quaint but it well i mean yeah it serves a character moment but then it like uh then he can't make sense of anything so he pulls the penthouse out of his drawer like i don't know just the fact that it's all print media is really charming to me <laughs> like, yeah well he does have a computer yeah, um, which he uses it's... as a light table later to trace oh the God, path. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't even use it. He just like he doesn't his... print it. Like why? Th- why yeah. didn't he just print it out? Maybe he doesn't have a printer. Maybe he doesn't have Who a knows? printer. They were expensive um, at that point, but I don't know. His parents seem rich. Maybe he was. Uh, anyway, uh, right. And so then, uh, so these, uh, so he's being investi- investigated by the FBI because they think foul play because you know they're not suspecting death itself uh Mm -hmm. and then uh but uh alex is figuring out death's logic and so that's that's a um so maybe i kind of i'm gonna pause here i'm like going through the movie i'm like uh go through more of my theories okay Uh, or like cool lay uh, them on me what are your theories what are your uh or just like how uh so what makes this movie unique like in horror history i think kind of comes into play here so this movie came out in 1999 it did that's four years after scream no that three years scream i think was 96 uh yeah (laughs) um so it's coming out after scream and uh sort of the dean devlin um disaster movies were really big so armageddon deep impact Mm -hmm. Um, Independence Day had all come out. Um, well, yeah, Independence Day was like 94, 95. Was it really? Or maybe it was 96. I anyway, mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it came out before Final Destination. Final yeah. Destination is still a 90s movie. Um, so it's trying to make... It's it's combi- it's basically combining the slasher genre and the disaster movie genre. Mm. Um, so it's like, you know it's making a slasher villain out of death out of disaster itself uh which is the only time you can do that i think is 1999 um so now we're getting geopolitical for a second great it I'm wouldn't gonna, be a conversation with right. you if it didn't so yeah that Explain. sounded meaner right. I was about Sorry. to be self-deprecating about no. it anyway, so like uh, you know, I hate that part. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so 1999. Uh, yay! <laughs> Just a real window into our relationship here, folks. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> all right. So we're we're in the period known as the end of history. Um. So a guy named Francis Fukuyama, who is a neoconservative thinker, who sucks for the most part. Okay. Uh, he wrote an essay called The End of History After the Fall of the Soviet Union. Got it. So global communism is no longer a threat. Capitalism won, and now all we can do is just, like, manage everything until the end of history. This is the last phase of history. Got it. America is cool. Capitalism is good. Um, So there's no... So basically what it means is there's no external enemies anymore. And 9-11 hadn't happened yet sure hadn't no uh so which would be a much different movie if it had right i think it probably wouldn't have come out no because like that whole scene is just like teens frolicking and like the the airport is just positively utopian they're just like waltzing through an international departure gate and like just having free roam of uh jfk airport yeah it seems to be little to no security yeah just anywhere so yeah, basically there's no external threat, so what do we think, you know, okay, so, and then, so then we're obsessed with disasters, so hence the airplane scene, um, but you kind of want to make it slashery, but you can't have a villain anymore because Scream deconstructed the slasher genre mm-hmm. so much. So, like, even the the conversations in it, like, where the characters are trying to figure out the rules of death is a very post-Scream move, because, like, 
half of that movie is like kids who'd already seen slasher flicks going oh my god we're in a slasher movie yeah and then it's all like you know twisting it and putting it on its head so it's like okay so you have to make a self-aware slasher movie that's also a disaster movie and so they just tied all these go sorry (laughs) (laughs) right so they just you know tied all these really successful genres together and made another successful movie and um yeah really went with it and then made four more (laughs) mildly successful movies after that yeah okay so there's there's that so all all there is to fear is is death itself mm-hmm. um and but then there's this so i'm kind of uh i mean kind of kind of skipping ahead but like so it feels like the movie ends on like death is gonna get you no matter what sure um is. but like we still have to follow these heroes who labor under the uh the absurd idea that they can cheat death and and who better to be so assured of that than a pack of teenagers yeah (laughs) yeah the boldest they'll ever be in their lives um yeah a a worthy adversary yeah yeah so that i i guess those that that was theory time theory jingle for it no oh, okay. uh, that might have been it and if i mm-hmm. want to snip that out and you know uh, <laughs> um yeah so okay so like i guess we can just keep working through the different set pieces here sure because uh, there's, there's i mean we can't there's like the very involved ones mm-hmm. um you know like the miss luton and um for my money that is the best one oh god in the entire like it's the most absurd but it's oh yeah plus okay oh my god the the visuals in that (laughs) the stained glass behind her for a significant portion of the scene is a giant mf dagger yeah (laughs) hello (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, but then I mean, there's also the smaller ones like Billy and like Terry. Yeah. Um. Although I guess Billy's is sort of like a like you build up to it. Right. But his the death itself is very quick and painless. Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> um, right. That's just the partial sheet decapitation. Metal. Yeah. Well, right no, through. full. But it's, it's there's like a, a little chin uh, yeah. stump. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> poor uh, Stifler. Poor Sean William Scott. Oh. You hate to you hate to see it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hate hate it. Um, had to come for someone. So, uh, the teacher lady. I think Mm -hmm. we we have to break this one down. Um, Yeah, for for all the listeners out there. Yeah. uh, So, oh yeah. God. So I don't. Well, setting the scene. So she's like on the phone, and I like. She's, she's preparing to move out just because of all the, you know, she lost a bunch of students and, like, life yeah, is just basically Yeah, and she feels, there. like, weirdly guilty about part of it, like, sending the other teacher back on the plane and, you know, all that stuff that comes with being a survivor of a, an incredibly horrific tragedy. Um, yeah. <laughs> or just being, like, removed from, you know, that sort of thing. So, like, her character is you know right in you know wanting to move on and like get that part of her life kind of yeah out of the picture um but you know she <laughs> looks out the window and because alex at this point is still trying to figure everything out he is creeping yeah he is creeping around her shit hard yeah um because he yeah he saw some like vision in uh and and some like embers coming off of like a leaf pile or yeah something it's Um, who knows i don't really know yeah he just like figures out that miss luton's next and is like telling everyone and then so he gets to her house and he's like checking her car and she calls the fbi um you know the agents agent shrek 
right. to and, come. And wine? Winnie? Winnie? I don't Ween. know. And uh, less important. Shrek right. is the real Shrek, star yeah. here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they come and they're like, yo, kid, get, get, get yeah. to stepping. Get out of here. Um, you're coming with us. And so <laughs> meanwhile, she's inside her home and pouring herself a straight cup of vodka yeah just. well just to even setting the back she puts on a john denver record oh right so which is like rocky, sort of a theme throughout the whole well yeah rocky mountain high is just playing under everything um so i mean quick aside this is like one of the best ironic uses of john denver uh, the other one being ben wheatley's free fire uh i forget which song exactly at the moment but that that whole movie's great and a lot of death and destruction happens while an eight track of a john denver song is blaring in a van See, anyway uh yeah, we still have to scene. watch that one too sure um which Add that one came out a couple years ago brie larson and killian murphy are in it it's great, great. it's on the uh it's on the list uh, cool. <laughs> anyway so so uh right so alex gets shooed off by the fbi john denver's playing in the background take it away so she again with the ominous shit going on um and like the presence of death here is you sort of there's a breeze through a closed window and then there's this crazy weird shadow monster (laughs) a form that it never takes again for the whole rest of the movies um that is reflected in her tea kettle and, you know, as she's lighting the stove, it, it, you know, goes, but then it, like, blows out, so she has to light a match, and that, you know, has its ominous tones to it. Um, and then, oh, and so she's, you know, packing up all her stuff, and then pulls out, yeah, pulls out the John Denver record, puts it on, and continues doing her, making her tea, which she realizes she put in a mug from the school where she was yeah. teaching um, and freaks out and, you know, just tosses it out or whatever. Yeah. Then just pours the cup full of vodka like a motherfucking champ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just straight sipping it. No reaction whatsoever yeah. on her face. But in doing so, the cup cracks because, you know, the hot to extreme cold. Right, yeah. Um, sort of science there's a lot of cool science in this movie right. we can talk about <laughs> yeah very plausible and not at all just yeah. hollywood science. well no I, there's yeah. like real science that like the, that yeah. is in it but like like when the plane crashes you see it and then it takes a second for the windows to explode like real uh, science okay yeah like that is just displayed in this fantastical situation which i yeah. i think is there's cool. a lot of yeah attention to detail yes for sure. exactly yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just, well, keep, keep describing the scene. So and then, I'll, then uh, the vodka is dripping out of the cup all over. I don't know how she doesn't notice. Cause that would have been like empty, yeah. um, at that point. And she also then like puts it on top of her computer. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't get it. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was on loan from the school and it's like not really hers. So she's like a little more carefree. Yeah. But if I put a mug of anything anywhere near my family computer that looked like that giant honker she had on her desk, I would have been, like, banned from computers for life. So... Yeah. Um, Just, uh... So, then, you know, the vodka drips onto the internet, and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things uh, just, just uh, start goes, sparking, uh, going right. real haywire. Um, and uh, that catches shit on fire, right? Yeah, uh, so the yeah. computer monitor explodes <laughs> and sends a shard of glass into oh, the teacher's yeah, throat. yeah, into her fucking neck. Uh, uh <laughs> and then... He just starts spurting blood. Yep. Um... And then the vodka trail catches on fire and goes on all fire. the way back yeah. to the kitchen. Goes all the way to the kitchen, then the stove... Because of the glitchy, you know, well, the, pilot light the problems. Full, the full bottle of vodka's there. 
Well, and then so it, oh, then the it, stove it, lights first, and then the bottle of vodka, like Molotov cocktails itself, which I, I guess that might work. Yeah. Um, and then that's like the explosion. Um, and then. Yeah, that, and so then she's the like, house is on, on fire. <laughs> the house is on fire. Everything's on fire. She's... Um, and then she's trying to save herself at this point. I don't know why. Maybe, I mean. I mean, you got a neck wound her. like that. You're, You're not, not coming a, back. No. Probably not. Um, and then she is trying to pull a towel to, I don't know, like sop up the blood right, from her or neck like, or just something. tourniquet or apply pressure who I knows know. i don't i uh, certainly not i and in doing so that towel is on top of her knife block which ish. she then yanks down and then the big old chef knife if, right, right into in the chest her, yeah into her abdomen <clears throat> and at that moment alex having been let go by questioned and let go by the fbi yeah. in that short period of time that's time is a flat circle it's fine yeah. <laughs> um you know, comes and sees that this is going on, and then that's is that when the vodka explodes? Because then the table, right? The chair, the chair like, falls, falls over, over and basically and like, deals the killing yeah, blow. Yeah, really, uh, just like stabs the knife and digs the knife in a little yeah. deeper. Um, and then Alex, the dumb motherfucker, yeah. rips the knife out of her chest and is like yep. standing so, there over her body with a bloody knife in his hand. Yep. Like, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So a couple, couple, couple things. And I guess we can only, have, well, no, I'm just saying about the very action <laughs> yeah. of Alex in that moment, um, which perfectly acceptable by a dumb 17 year old, I think, yeah. you know, you, you think, uh, you through common sense, you'd think, oh, knife That's stuck true. in teacher. He's a teenager. Yeah. I forgot that part. So, okay, knife stuck in teacher must pull out. Um, you don't want to do that. Uh, you su- super don't. Because, uh, you know, that might be the only thing that's holding some of the blood in. Um, so he took he took it out. She was already dead at this point, but I'm just saying, like, if he, he was actually interested in attempting Helping. to save her life, uh, he would he shouldn't have taken the knife out. But by taking the knife out, his prints are on it. They have all this physical evidence at the scene. Yeah, he's uh, stepping in her blood. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's really putting himself in a bad light here. Yeah. Uh, and then he Yeah. runs away uh, yeah. just in time for Billy to ride by on his bike and then for the whole house to explode. Yeah. There you go. So uh, caramelizing his footprint. Caramelizing <laughs> the his blood. bloody, bloody footprints. <laughs> um, so I think like that. That is the absolute height of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. The like on this second viewing, I think the rest of it sort of underwhelms me a little bit. Okay. Compared to that, <laughs> just but, that one scene. But those first like three big set pieces are just genius um and it makes the whole thing worth it uh because then of then it just gets more absurd because then then we get the like little mini like uh we get carter who is terry's boyfriend yeah saying i decide when i die and he's got his fast car yeah oh um so circling back to terry's death uh you know getting suddenly hit by a bus out of Mm -hmm. nowhere uh, before that, they're, Carter and Terry are driving up in his car, and they're playing a Nine Inch Nails yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trent Reznor gets the title line in this yeah, movie. That's... The uh, like, it's I mean, like within the lyric is the phrase "Final Destination." Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's not fair. I... <laughs> that someone who isn't even in this movie gets to say gets to do the thing right (laughs) gets to say the dang title not fair but i mean good use of whichever nine inch nails song yeah good use good musical direction in that you know good use Uh, of john denver for a lot of those ominous moments where i mean it plays and you're like oh no something bad's gonna happen um and then they play uh, it in french at the very end that there's uh, that like 
yeah, guy yeah. playing guitar at the very end at that cafe, That's and right. he's singing it in French, and then Alex hears him saying, like, Rocky Mountain, Colorado, or whatnot, and then he's like, oh, no, yeah. it's the song, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, jumping ahead, then we get the whole business with Carter tr- trying to, like, drive his car real fast. Saying oh, right. He's, uh, <laughs> so then he almost gets hit by a train, but he gets saved. Alex saves him, gets him out of the car, but then the train whips up a piece of sheet metal. just car. Yeah, obliterates and... the car, whips up a piece of sheet metal that decapitates Billy. Um, and then after that, uh, Alex flees to a cabin in the woods. And... That cabin is the most unsafe place. I don't know why Clear was like... Well, it was mostly to hide out from the FBI. Yeah, but... It, it it's so unsafe. He had to take so many precautions. Got, yeah, I don't know that montage, like that that little sequence of what I can. I I think I referred to it in my my notes as uh, doomsday prepping, extreme child proofing. <laughs> yeah, like he's like there's like a like a coat hook. Uh, he puts a cork on it. Like, yeah, it's like on all the like nails. He's trying pictures. to do all this stuff, and then it's like. That it goes to him by the table. He's putting like heavy gardener's gloves on, and to then takes open a, can of, like, a single food. like he like picks up a single tiny can of tuna, just like scared to death of it, and then like opens it away from his face and <laughs> yeah, great uh great physical comedy on the part of uh, Devin Sawa in, yeah, in that scene. Um, truly, it's. I mean, I, was it even supposed to be comedic? Is he or is... I. <laughs> I think that's the only way to read it in good yeah. faith. It's the so the pinnacle funny. of comedy in that scene is the you fuck line. You're not gonna get me this, this time. time. You, you fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, the fact that he would think death was gonna choose tetanus, which is right. against its design so far, yeah. totally clashes design wise um they're not gonna choose the slow burn they're gonna (laughs) right (laughs) they've gone with like the quick and painless you know smashed by a bus i mean i guess miss luton's is kind of drawn out but still it's the same it's still immediate like (laughs) relatively speaking yeah it's not like Um, a a disease that kills you over a period of time right yeah yeah, so then there's that. Then the only other thing is, like, uh, Allie Larder's character. I, I'm forgetting her. Clear? Clear. Clear. Look at how large I wrote clear. Uh, <laughs> that is very is large. Clear. Yeah. Not Claire. Clear. No, exactly. Uh, clear Rivers. Yeah, what? They're... Clear Rivers, that's right. Oh, my God. Like, uh. what? <laughs> numb nuts did they decide to let name this girl like everyone uh, else gets normal names except for todd who only spells it with one d of but that's course, yeah although maybe that's just because how else would they have done that scene where it's foreshadowing todd's death because it's yeah. clearly like today. a clip of today that... yeah but t-o-d-d is not a very common Other, part of a yeah. word that's a good point that's just clever screenwriting right there yeah um, this fucking screenplay, honestly, like some some great lines, some great lines. Like when the dad is like, you know, go enjoy, you know, your spring break. You know, you have the rest of your lives ahead of you. Right. But do they? <laughs> right. Or will they reach their final, final destination? destination. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so, yeah. No, we uh, did the thing. We did the thing. Uh. So yeah, then the last thing is like Alex saves clear from this big, uh, what a above ground pool collapses and a power line. Uh, yeah, a pa- a live power line is downed because of course there's right. Oh, and he beats the cops to Clear's house by canoeing across a lake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, from the cabin. I that was just a funny detail to me. And then running through however many miles of woods. Uh, so. I am a little on un- my understanding is that they live on Long Island. Okay. Um this has got to be like a very loose definition of New York cuz there's a lot of inaccuracies here. I don't know cuz there's that one part where this is not going to mean much to you having never been there. 
Um, well, upstate, or, but yeah, I know nothing about Long Island. the geography of so, New York. So, Jones Beach, yeah. where the plane crash debris washed up or whatever, mm-hmm. on Long Island. Earlier in that scene, they drive past a sign that says New York City is over a hundred miles <laughs> away. No. <laughs> it's just not that far away from Jones Beach. If they're anywhere near Jones Beach, if this takes place on Long Island, no. New York okay. City is not 100 <laughs> miles away. Um, there's just a lot of little inaccuracies that are annoying, but not really. Yeah. They don't really matter in the long run. Um, but I don't know also where on Long Island all of that geography that he encounters in that scene yeah would be <laughs> I don't think that, um, that would work out so well so yeah long story short Alex actually saves clear uh, and then it, it by it's, grounding the live wire yeah. while she's like in the car um, I mean her the ways death tries to get at her are pretty like yeah death death is bringing its a game in that oh situation. yeah it's really trying it's really going for her yeah yeah um so yeah he grounds the thing and then it smash cuts to six months later he probably had a hospital stay but alex clear and carter have all managed to survive and they're finally taking that trip to paris they made it to paris uh and then we get the the busker uh playing rocky mountain mm-hmm. high uh, and they just notice all the ways in which death is coming for them, uh, and then. But then, yeah. Clear has the vision yeah. of um, Alex's death. She sees a bus yeah. in um, the window yeah. at the cafe and saves Alex, and then it, you know, starts the whole thing all over again. Yeah. Just really coming for the three of them. Yep, uh, and then we can only assume Carter gets smashed by the. Oh, Carter gets sign. hella smashed. Yep. Yeah, and then another one eighty. Yep. If you saw, it was. Um, there's a lot of one eighties. They slip in true. there. Because it's the flight, and the, and the alarm clock. Yep. And the yeah, damn. Mm-hmm. And then credits. That's uh, that's final destination. Um. It's pretty good. Near it's, and uh, dear to my heart. Yeah. Uh, very, very entertaining. I, I feel like most people... Uh, I don't know. It's something that I... In my life, like at around the time it came... Well, A, when it came out, I was about 10 years old and a sensitive child and would not have been able to handle it. Uh, I don't think I would have wanted to watch this when I was 10. Right. Um, when but, was the first time? I don't know when the first time I watched this was. Honestly, I don't... Yeah, well, I I know the sequels came out uh, during my teen years, and I was like, I don't know, skeptical. I thought it was below me, and for the longest time, I'm like, oh, I don't, I I bought into the elevated horror discourse of, oh, I only like The Shining or whatever, because it's a Kubrick film. Uh, Even if you're into that, like, and you're, you know, a horror elitist or whatnot, I feel like if you can find it in yourself to see this it's enjoyable yeah. It's... but i mean i which is to say i feel like most people my age were actually fun and our like age. probably are age. that's right we're the same age. <laughs> sorry getting a little solipsistic for a second <laughs> whoa we'll... sat word over there yeah. jesus christ um sorry i'm it's... showing showing off on my podcast Uh, so most people our age, like, were probably fun and saw any one of its five sequels in theaters or... I saw uh, a few of them in theaters. Nice. Yeah. I think uh, starting with, like, the third one, yeah. And then okay. I saw all those in theaters. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is I, in yeah, I know. the third one. Um, <laughs> we've I've, mentioned that. I've mentioned that way too much. Uh... It's- we can still screen, watch it. Screen crush. Well, you have a crush on Devin Sawa. And, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. This is the way things work. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, Final Destination is good, and I would argue actually important in cinematic history in a lot of ways. Uh. I mean, you 
maybe you do make a five film franchise out of a shitty yeah. movie, but like, do you? Right. I mean, it was success. Yeah. Uh. Right. Uh. Yeah. There's something there. There's a reason it was successful. Yeah. Like. Uh, like there is in its sort of crassness. There is a lot of there. There is an art to it. There is a lot of care and professionalism behind these scenes there's a lot of bloody mayhem there's a lot of work put into the like whole vibe of it there's a lot of like foreshadowing there's a lot of like symbolism and like you it it really it is a pretty woven horror tale there's elements it it good it good it good um yeah uh any any we kind of covered it all uh, yeah i, I guess so at... holy shit we're almost at an hour here fuck yeah cool i mean it's probably going to be shorter because you know editing editing yeah but uh that's about it um so yeah final destination important and good very fun on netflix uh one two and three are on netflix that's one true. two and three are on yeah. netflix um yeah so watch those because i think we're gonna be working through the series uh, intermittently here mm-hmm. because you know i see you most days of the week so it's kind of easy to set this up yeah that uh, <laughs> that being said it did take us quite a while to actually set this up that's true so that's maybe true. we won't make everyone wait six months for the next one yeah or maybe we yeah. do who maybe knows that's a thing. it's whatever we feel like whatever we feel like so uh yeah, folks. I think I think that's it. Bye, well, guys. Bye. See ya. Talk to you later. <laughs>